0: This podcast is brought to you by your friends at SkyrimBookClub.ca. You are now in the Arcanium, of which I am in charge. It might as well be my own little plane of oblivion. Disrupt my Arcanium, and I will have you torn apart by angry Atronachs. Enjoy the book. A Life Barbaric and Brutal by Arthenice Belloc The first chapter in an account of abduction and slavery at the hands of the Reachmen. Chapter 1, Abducted by the Reachman. I was born in Mercian's Hamlet, just north across the Bulesai from Evermore. My mother was a weaver, and my father was a boat builder who made small fishing smacks and coracles for the river trade. I remember my youth as a happy one, playing around the docks where father worked, or hunting through the near woods for entoloma caps and hickory nuts. It was while doing the latter one day that I strayed a bit farther from the hamlet than usual, pushed my way through a briar thicket, and suddenly found myself staring at a pair of human skulls. Startled, I shrieked and dropped my basket of nuts. By the time I realized that what I'd seen was a skull on a staff, next to a woman's face painted like a skull, I'd been knocked down, bound, and thrown over her shoulder. I was being borne away to the north, away from my home and into the mountains. I began to kick and scream, at which the woman threw me down, bound me tighter, and gagged me in the bargain. Then she resumed carrying me off into the wild, Eventually, I passed out from sheer exhaustion. When I awoke, it was dark, but I could see forms in the dance of firelight. Silhouettes sporting horns, bones, spikes, and feathers. Reachmen. I closed my eyes and tried to wake up, but it was no nightmare. When I opened my eyes, they were still there. My gag was gone, so I cried out for water. The skull-faced woman, who I later learned was named Voanche, brought me a cup. She checked my bonds, and where I winced in pain, she actually loosened them a little. This surprised me, as I had always heard that the Reach clans were barbarians, wicked Daedra worshippers who reveled in cruelty. Maybe, once they realized how distressed I was, they would set me free and send me home. Alas, it was a false hope. I was to be the captive of the Crow Wife clan for the next eight years. The Reach men were far more complex than I had been led to believe in my Breton home, but in one thing we were right. "'Barbarism and cruelty are everyday facts of life in the Reach. Voanche was a horse-breeder who had abducted me because she needed a slave to tend her livestock, "'since her former thrall had died of a kick to the head. "'She had given me water and loosened my bonds, "'solely out of concern for the condition of her new possession.'" Voanche's clan was ruled by a hag-raven named Cloavdra, "'a claw-fingered crone who was a witch-shaman of considerable power.'" She was a priestess of Namira the spirit Daedra, the lady of ancient darkness who commands repulsive vermin such as spiders, insects, slugs, and serpents. Because Namira is the mistress of small pests, the Reachmen call her the children's god. They are not without humor, though their jests are always malicious. At every two moons dark, Cloavdra would draw lots at random from the children of the clan, both Reach and Slave, to select a sacrifice to the goddess of the dark, the Chosen Child would end up on the ever-oozing altar, where Cloavdra would cut out its heart as an offering to Nemira. Every time I was sure it would be me, but the name feather drawn was always of another. Cloavdra's hag-husband was a crude and vicious man named Cointhac. He was a gravesinger, a witchman shaman who could command the dead. In our land, we'd call him a necromancer. He was always looking sidewise at Blanche and licking his lips, as at a savory roast fowl. Though he had power in the clan and was feared by all, Voanche treated him with disdain, which would sometimes provoke him into sending hoot haunts into her tent at night, or hexing the horse's oats with writheworm. Volanche never turned a hair, just threatened to complain about Cointac to his hagwife Cloavdra, which always sent him packing. Life was hard in the Reach. Crowwife was a hunting clan, so our life was following the herds across the wastes. It was a rugged and perilous existence, where life could be snuffed out in a heartbeat by the antlers of an elk buck or the fangs of a saber cat. But what I feared most were the semi-annual crossings of the Karth River in the wake of the tundra herds. It was my job to help Blanche and her useless daughter swim the horses across the ice-cold, swirling current, and every time I was certain would be my last. How I wish I had learned to swim in the Bulesai, like my two brothers, whenever the Karth had me in its grip. Occasionally during the crossing, one of the horses would panic and break free of us, which usually meant drowning and death for it. Then Voanch and I would search far downstream until we found where its body had washed up so we could skin and unmake the dead horse for its valuable fat, flesh, and bones. Nothing was wasted among the Reachmen. It was during my sixth summer as a slave of the Crowwives, I had crossed the hated Carth eleven times, that I began to attract the unwanted attentions of Ioknool, the loutish son of Clavdra and Cointthak. He expressed his attraction by pushing me into mud puddles or putting dead voles in my stew. He was a year younger than me, but soon I knew he would want me to be the object of more than just practical jokes. As the son of the Hag Raven, he could do pretty much whatever he wanted with impunity, and Volanche couldn't protect me by complaining to Cloavdra. The old Virago would just cackle and wave her away. So at night, when I should have been sleeping in my pile of furs, I started making a spear.